Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Now, life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle just about anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. Hey friends, so it's another hot day, so I'm recording in my bedroom again. Unfortunately, (laughs) that office is still just way too hot to work in. So if you hear some AC in the background, I really apologize, but I need to do this. Um, And I'm sorry that it's coming out late. Usually these podcasts come out on Wednesday mornings at 8 a.m. This one's coming out a lot later today. Still on Wednesday, which is good, but um, it's just been a crazy time lately and I feel like I need to share it with you. So that's why I'm calling this episode the season of change because that's what I feel like I'm in. And it's such a crazy time that pretty much every day lately, and I say lately because I don't know necessarily how long I've felt this way, but I always am feeling like I cannot get my shit together. On the outside, it looks great. If you see me at my part-time job, you still see my schedule and my to-do list and you still see me getting everything done and things look okay. But on the inside, it's kind of the opposite. As someone who lives with major anxiety but hides it extremely well, on the inside, I have been a ball of nerves and a ball of stress for pretty much the past month. Um, so maybe that's actually how long I've been in this tumultuous time. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I say I'm not sure, but that's what it kind of feels like. And over the past month, there's just been some things, actually past few months, there's been some things that, um, have happened that are completely out of my control, or at least somewhat out of my control. And... Now, over the past week or so, it's been stuff that we've had to deal with. Um, So I figured I'd share with you guys my update, my lifer update, if you will, Um, and just kind of where I'm at and why I've been a little off lately. If you follow me on social media, specifically Instagram, because Facebook is not really my jam anymore, Instagram, I also haven't been posting much, and what I'm about to tell you is kind of why. Um, And I feel like in life we go through these ups and downs and roller coaster cycles that are constantly changing and constantly making us feel like we have to make a shift. And if you don't notice these shifts, these movements, you kind of get stuck in them. And so I'm noticing it now, finally. It's taken me a little while. Um, And I need to make a conscious effort to make change because otherwise I won't be able to. And so that's another reason I want to share this with you guys because 
I want you to understand that number one, I am not perfect, even though my Enneagram is number one. Um, number one, if you're not familiar, is somebody who is a perfectionist and strives for that. Uh, but I fail at it miserably. I am not a perfectionist. Um, number two, I want you to realize that when a lot of stressful things happen in life, um, it's for a reason. It may not be the reason that you like, but it's there so that way you can see it, witness it, notice that something's happening and you need to figure it out. And you might need to tweak some things in life in order to um, start to be back on track or start to feel yourself. So let me tell you about the couple of things that have happened um, recently that have just thrown me for a loop. So the first one, number one, my dad, um, who's not the healthiest person in the world, and dad, if you're listening, I'm so sorry that you're hearing this, but it's true, um, and I know you'd agree. Uh, he's been sick off and on over the past maybe month or so. Um, spent a week in the hospital, test after test after test, lots of things happening. And when it first started, I got a text from my mom on my way to work that basically said, you need to call your father this week. Now, me being the emotional person that I am, read that text and I immediately think the worst. I immediately think he's on his deathbed. I immediately think I'm losing my father. Come to find out, He's not going anywhere yet. <laughs> he had tests to find out um, why he was having shortness of breath and just, just feeling off. And ultimately, it led to a surgery that was just this past Friday. Um, and it was a surgery called TAVR. Uh, basically, you get a new valve put into your heart to replace the old one that's not really working so well without having to take out the old valve. And from what I've read online, it's pretty common. I guess a lot of people have this type of surgery. And, um, you know, dad had surgery. Two days later was July 4th, and he was able to go to a family barbecue, which shocked the hell out of me. I did not think he'd be up for it. I did not think he would want to come but he did, and he looked great. He looked in really good spirits. But the reason this whole thing stressed me out so much is because I'm kind of a daddy's girl. Um, I'm closest to my dad. It's just natural. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and my mom would work at night. She was a nurse. She would go to work at night or when she was sleeping my dad would wake me up so we could watch Ren and Stimpy together. Now, if that's not a flashback for some of you, um, I'm showing my age. But it's one of those memories that will always stick out in my mind and how much fun it was and how much my dad loves to laugh. And my husband and I joke that there is, we always try to get dad this gift at Christmas that will make him do what we call a silent laugh. It's this huge belly laugh, but no sound comes out. And so when all this started to happen and I got that text from my mom, I immediately thought the worst because I couldn't help it because I don't know what I would do without my dad. 
So it was hard. It was really hard to get through that. But we got through it. We're here. He's on the mend. I've already told him he needs to get his butt over here and walk in my neighborhood with me and my husband and my two dogs so we can get him in good health and good shape and feeling better. And so obviously that those little circumstances were out of my control with my dad. I could not control them. It was just a piece that I had to deal with. And because it just came to fruition this recently, um, and it was July 4th weekend, I just couldn't get my butt to focus and sit down and record a podcast for you guys. I just couldn't. My brain was somewhere else and it just didn't feel right. And one of the things that I preach to my clients and my friends and family is to be present at all times. And if I tried to record a podcast for you, it would have been totally a fake it till you make it moment. And I just, I'm not going to do that for you because it's not valuable. It's not worth it. And it's not something I think will help you. So that was the first thing that was out of my control that sent me on a pretty crazy spiral of emotions and stress bucket and just a mess. The second thing was um, Tuesday. We had Tuesday, meaning yesterday, we had my grandmother's memorial service and funeral. Now, my grandmother was 86. That's a pretty long time to live on this planet. And she lived a great life. Um, And I'll share a couple stories with you guys in a second. But the thing that made it so stressful is that my grandmother passed away pretty much four months ago in Las Vegas um, while she was living with her son, uh, my uncle. And because of COVID and the damn pandemic, all of us had to wait to mourn. So it was it's like it wasn't real until yesterday. And seeing my mom, and it was her mother, and her sister and their three brothers so emotional just hit me to the core and during the memorial service my uncle Gary and my uncle Ron um, and my uncle Rick they all got up and said something about their mother and each one of them had a story that was just so personal and so memorable. (laughs) My uncle Ron talked about how my grandmother got her license when he was like nine or 10 or 11, maybe a little bit younger than that, just so she could drive him to his t-ball games. And my uncle Rick talked about how later on in life, she found spirituality again, and how it kind of saved her. And my Uncle Gary reminded us that when she moved to Florida, she didn't stop even though she was retired. She ultimately became (laughs) a crossing guard for a school down there. And um, God, if anybody hears this, that had a child that was in the Melrose, Florida school district and knew my grandmother, I would love to hear a story from you about how she touched your life because... 
I know she touched all of us. And I know I said to my husband, the one memory that sticks out for me with her is that she always used to wear this bright neon pink lipstick. And she had the thinnest, thinnest lips. That's probably where I get it from. <laughs> and she always used to, first thing, every time she got together with us, would kiss us on the cheek. And of course, because of her lipstick, it would leave a lipstick mark on your face. And I said to my husband, you know what? That would be a really cool tattoo. Not, not on the face. Not on the face. But it would just be a cool way to remember my grandmother because I remembered that lipstick. And so I've been on the hunt for a really cool bright pink lipstick. Now, if you know anything about me, you know I very rarely wear makeup at all. But for some reason, I want... I want a bright pink lipstick. And it's probably just so I can remember my grandmother. But yesterday was... The whole process wasn't the hardest part. The hardest part was having to actually, after four months, have closure. And while that might sound like it's a good thing, and it is, having to wait to have closure kind of sucks because you can't process it right away. It's like those feelings are put on a shelf and just left there to collect dust until the time is right because of things outside of your control. And so that's what yesterday was like. I finally got a chance to process those feelings, but they were dusty and they smelled funny and they just felt almost fake. It felt like it was too late. And I know that's not true, but having to deal with that outside of my control was a struggle for me. And I'm not, my husband will tell you this is a lie, but I'm not a huge crier. Yes, I am super emotional, but I, I cry at the drop of the hat for like a second, and, but then it goes away. I'm not somebody who like sits there and sobs. I'm just not. Um, and that's probably partly because of how I grew up. But yesterday, let me tell you, it was it was definitely a, like, tears ruin your makeup face kind of day. Um, but we got through it. And I, because we were able to have this memorial service and funeral now, and mind you, I say funeral but she was cremated. She didn't sit on ice forever. So <laughs> that might sound heartless, but I don't want you guys to think that, you know, it's some creepy situation because it's not. Um, but because we were able to deal with it yesterday, we've got all this family in town and we've got family getting together again, which is great. Like I said, my mom there in the family, there's five kids, there's three boys and two girls. And Amongst them, they each have a spouse and, you know, there might be kids involved and extended family like cousins and, well, all that's 
well and good and I love to get getting together with my family as an introvert it can be a lot and since um Sunday it's been non-stop family things non-stop um Sunday we went to my cousin Sharon's cookout which has a she has a beautiful home she always puts on a really really good barbecue and we always have fun there and we loved it we did that and we spent pretty much the whole day there and then Monday was cleaning the house because I didn't know what was gonna, gonna go on with all the family in town and we ended up having everybody to our house for just takeout and you know hanging around and sharing stories around the um, the table in our kitchen and then yesterday was the memorial service and then back to a hotel just to hang out and be with each other and then dinner um, and so it's been non-stop family things which again is great there's nothing wrong with it it's just been a lot for the introvert in me and today I have soccer so I still haven't had a time to like kind of sit by myself and just decompress and I think that'll happen tomorrow but that's another thing that I can't control yes I could say no to going to dinner and having people over my house but when and how often do I get to see these family members pretty much never because one's in Texas, one's in Colorado, one's in Vegas, another one is in Rhode Island, which is not really that far, but still. Another one is in a Sonnet or Freetown. I can't remember the town. But we're all in a different path of life, and we're all so go, 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 go. And we never get to see each other. And with the fact that the pandemic has been going on and we haven't been able to travel, my husband and I have not gone to see any of these people. So we said yes because we love these we love these people. These are our family. It's our family and we love them. And we need to see them. We didn't feel like it was right to say no to certain events with them because We don't know when we're going to see them again. And the whole premise of a memorial service and a funeral is to celebrate life, not mourn the person's death. You want to celebrate who those people were, and you want to celebrate life in general and be with the people that you love because you don't know how much time you have left on this planet. So that's why we said yes. And... The whole thing, the whole thing with my dad and grandma passing and the memorial service yesterday has led to a lot of stress for me, just a lot of stress. And I've been reading a lot lately on stress and have learned that it increases your belly fat and it can throw off your eating and your sleeping and you can have back pain and all these other things and so I've been super stressed lately and it just hasn't been fun in the Mullen household it just hasn't um I mean it is what it is but the other thing that it made me notice in addition to all the stress I've been feeling is that life is fleeting yes we have 
as much time on this planet as we can make it by, you know, choosing our nutrition correctly and choosing to work out and choosing to live as healthy of a life as possible. But it doesn't matter. Life is still fleeting. You're still going to have instances that you can't control and things happen. People die. People go away. And if you don't take advantage of the time that you have with people on the planet, you're going to regret it. And I'm not talking about just other people. I'm also talking about time with yourself. So everything I've gone through lately is not only a reminder that I need to say yes when the time feels right and be with my loved ones and make sure I'm kind to them and I care for them and I tell them how much I appreciate and love them. But I also need to flip that around and be kind to myself as well and take time when I need it and say no because saying no is an act of self-love. It is an act of self-care. So when you say no, you can help to kind of lower your stress a little bit. You can help to decrease some of the craziness that goes on in life and just be with yourself when you need to. So hopefully tomorrow and through the rest of the weekend, I will be back on track now that things are a little bit back to normal um, and start to get back on a regular schedule for you guys. Um, I know I've got some fun episodes coming up about the book that I'm writing. I've got one about financial stress and how to help you figure out uh, how to do your bills. And I'm going to share with you how I do mine. Um, I've got um, one on sleep coming up as well. And that might be a game changer for some of you. Um, But tomorrow, we'll be back to normal. Tomorrow, I will start to be climbing out of this um, cavern that I've been in for a little while and start to be on the upswing and hopefully get rid of some of this belly fat because let me tell you, summer's half over and it is not looking pretty, guys. So what I want to leave you guys with is this. No matter what you're going through, it's just temporary. It's just a season of change. Change is supposed to happen. It's not supposed to not happen because if you stayed the same way forever, you'd be a robot and that's no fun. So when you experience seasons of change like the one that I'm in now, embrace it. Embrace it. Love it. Be ready. And just pay attention to all the signs that the universe will send you. Okay, friends, that is it for today. If you took anything, anything, anything away from this episode, I would love to hear what it is. 
Tell me what your biggest takeaway was by sharing a screenshot of this episode on your socials and make sure to tag me in your post. You can find me at the Real Jen Mullen on Instagram, Real Jen Mullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. And now on Facebook, you can even join our Just Live Mindfully community. Just search Just Live Mindfully under groups and you'll find us. If you know of a friend that needs to hear this episode, share it with them. And for more information, head on over to jenmullen.com. Thank you so much for listening and sticking with me during this episode. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. And here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.